Hello and welcome to Sim Radio here on the Sisters in Music Network. It's Monday Music Madness and you're tuned into Mixing It with Nikki Chris. This is Nikki and in case you don't know anything about me, I'm a singer-songwriter from Raleigh, North Carolina. My show celebrates women in the music and entertainment industry, providing an avenue for them to showcase their talent. Our motto, Sisters in Music, Together We Are Stronger. My guest today is a singer-songwriter who grew up in a small village outside of Bratislava, Slovakia. She has experimented with various genres of music, releasing the pop-punk album Made of Marches with her band, The House United, as well as an electronica pop EP, Dream Girl. Currently based in Connecticut, she is working on her debut solo album. Please join me in welcoming Carmel Paradise. Welcome to Mixing It, Carmel. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure. I am very excited to share you and our music with everyone, and we're going to get started. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how you started on your musical journey? Tell us about your background in music. Sure. I mean, I always grew up, you know, sort of at like interested in music. Me and my sister both were really into music from a young age, and our parents were really supportive of that. My mom, you know, enrolled us in like my sister took guitar, I took piano and, and singing and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, we were really, like, uh, exposed to music from a young age. And we also started songwriting together at a young age. So it's something that I've always just kind of done. To high school, we had a sort of pool program at our school where uh, it was kind of like band, but instead of it being marching band, it was kind of like all kinds of music. And so uh, that was also, like, a really great experience for me to sort of be able to like learn how to perform and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of always just been a part of my life. I love that. And because you had so many different aspects of music potentially that you could learn about and maybe even perform in high school, do you have any particular musical influences that maybe you actually draw from or even look up to? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that because I enjoy a really wide variety of genres and, and there like there have been periods of, of time where I was maybe more interested in a certain genre or a certain like type of music, maybe a cliche answer, but Taylor Swift was always a big songwriting influence. I think she has like a real sort of unparalleled skill in songwriting. And that was always something really inspiring for me. But there was a, there was a long period of time where I was also really interested, like really into like pop punk music And so a lot of the sort of like pop punk bands of the early 2000s were um, really formative for me, like All Time Low and My Chemical Romance and those kinds of groups were always really like a big deal for me, especially as a teenager. I love My Chemical Romance. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) They're one of my favorites too, so I can certainly relate to that. So Taylor Swift is actually somebody that a lot of the the young artists that I talked to mention, especially for her songwriting. And I, I definitely would agree songwriting wise. I think she's, she's cornered the market at least for the past, you know, 10 plus years or so, but not a lot of young artists are into more of like the, the, the punk arena. Mm -hmm. So it's really cool for me to hear that that happens to be like an influence for you. And you also have the band that you work with in that particular space. And I love it because that's, 
yeah, it's not it's not common nowadays, you know, a lot more like electronic pop and things like that. So I love the fact that you're doing more like pop punk. I think it's really cool. Yeah, it's one of those things, you know, I did it obviously when I was with the band, I was a little bit more active. And so recently I haven't uh, I haven't gotten to do much of it, but I, I like feeling like I can sort of shift between genres and try all kinds of things and not feel really restricted to just one avenue. I love that. Absolutely love it. <laughs> Well, let's talk about the first song that you brought with you to share. Tell me about your favorite color. What is this about? So your favorite color is actually not officially released yet. This is going to be like a little bit of a, almost like a pre-release showing, I guess. It's basically about sort of feeling like you're in a relationship where you're giving a lot more than you're receiving in return. A lot of the songs I write about kind of deal with these like really complex like emotions of, of, you know, feeling maybe unwanted, but at the same time feeling very dedicated. And I also think that sometimes songs about these sort of like difficult emotions that make you feel, use this word, but almost like a little bit pathetic. I feel like it's such a thing that we stray away from because it's such a like hard feeling to cope with and such a, such a feeling that we, we really don't want to like acknowledge that we feel but it's also really powerful. And so I, I write a lot about these songs that sort of make you feel like you're in this vulnerable position. And so, yeah, your favorite color is one of them. Well, I've listened to it several times. I absolutely love it. I think it's going Thank to you. be, you're welcome. I think it's going to be something that takes off because it I hope, is I really actually hope so. very relatable. I hope so too, because it is really relatable. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, after we play it, who it reminds me of, which is another reason why I think it's going to take off. So let's okay, pop great. this in. This is the sneak peek of Your Favorite Color by Carmel Paradise. City lights from a high rise, leaves from an oak tree, coffee on church street, slow kisses on a park bench, acting like we're just friends. This will kill me when it ends, you say. Stars are overrated and New Yorkers are all jaded And you overpriced jeans made a fool out of me Slow kisses in a dark room underneath the pale moon Didn't think it end so soon You said you'd love me if you could If you could And I thought I understood
think I'm definitely somewhere in the middle of those because I definitely don't write every day. Again, sometimes it maybe it will be months, you know, that I don't write. But oftentimes that's usually just because I'm too busy. Like if I'm too busy, I don't have the time to sit down. But at the same time, like I do also use voice memos, but more prominently I use like my little notes app. And anytime I have a lyric idea or like a, just a, you know, just a general idea for a song, I'll put that in there. And so then sometimes if I feel like writing and I have the time, I'm in the mood, I'll kind of go go to my notes app and I'll just run through it and see what sort of clicks for the moment. So yeah, like I... I, I don't know what I average in terms of like songs per month, but you know, some years are, are more productive than others, depending on what else is going on in my life. I, I try to write pretty frequently because I, I mean, I thoroughly enjoy it, of course, and it feels good to, you know, create something that way. But yeah, definitely not every day. I wish I had the time for that, but I really, I know. I hear you on that. Hear you on that. Yeah. One of the questions that I do ask all of my songwriters, and you've mentioned putting stuff in notes. I do that too. Yeah. I do note, notes and voice memos. But a songwriting tip or trick to share? Oh, that's a good question. That's hard. You know, I, I've had a lot of friends who, you know, they weren't really musically inclined, but they like to write. And I remember, like, I would be like, do you want to write a song together? And they'd be like, oh, well, I can't write songs. And I was like, well, why not, you know? And so I think probably my tip, I think my tip would be that, like, don't feel like you have to fit into what you think songwriting is. Like, I feel like there's this preconceived notion of what songwriting is, what it looks like, and, like, you have to be a musician or you have to, you know, like, you have to follow a specific structure. And I feel like that can be really, really restricting, and it can kind of also make it seem like it's, you know, intimidating. If you're not perfect, then you're you're not going to get it. But honestly, like, I think especially if you're starting out, you cannot be afraid to be bad because every single person with every single hobby and every single, like, skill if you don't start out bad, you're never going to get good. That's kind of how it works. And so I think just like not feeling like there is like, you know, being open to trying whatever it is you, you feel is right. And trying to, you know, just write based on what you're feeling instead of trying to follow a certain pattern. That would be my tip. And that's a really good tip because you heard me mention the term cookie cutter. I thoroughly encourage songwriters to step outside the box, right? Because a song doesn't have to follow the same methodology all of the time. And I love the fact that you're open to collaborating with people that are writers, right? Regardless of what they write. Because I actually think that's very important because I don't think a lot of people realize that people, even people that write like poetry, you can yeah. take a poem and actually turn it into a song, oh, right? Absolutely. And, and some it, of my or, friends who were poets kind of, I, I showed them how I write songs, and we've written songs together, and it's been great because they were like, I didn't think I could songwrite. And I'm like, you're, I mean, you're writing poetry. It's real similar. Absolutely. Great tip or trick. Awesome. All right. Well, this is a great place for us to take a short pause for a word from one of our partners in podcasting. This is my buddy, Tim, from Front Range Radio. We'll be right back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris here on Sim Radio. Front Range Radio, playing a variety of indie music, a 24-7 music festival for your ears. You can find Front Range Radio at frontrangeradio.net. 
And we are back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris on the Sim Radio Network and my guest, Carmel Paradise. You're very, very busy. You alluded to it. So can you give us a little bit of an overview? Yeah, I know. I can I can even hear it in your answers and I know you juggling a lot. Can you give us oh, yeah. an overview of how you're juggling school, work and music? I can try. I mean, um, yeah, so right now I'm in I right now I'm in grad school full time. I work part time and I'm obviously also doing music as much as I can on the side. You know, it's a lot. It's a lot and um, you know, you have to kind of make sure that you're always prioritizing and always kind of uh having a sense of self discipline, getting everything that's done that needs to get done. But I think it's one of those things where if you're passionate about what you're doing, it makes it a lot easier. Like I'm so lucky to have a job that I really enjoy, to be studying something that I enjoy, as well as obviously be doing music, which is something that's, you know, a huge deal for me. So I think that, you know, if I, if I was working a job that I really, really hated, it would be a lot, you know, a lot more stress. So I think that definitely makes me a lot luckier and it does make it a lot easier to handle. I think it's a pacing thing. You know, you have to have a certain level of like time management, uh, you know, a certain level of knowing when to stop, knowing when to switch gears. It definitely takes some practice. I think that like when, you know, when you first dive into something like that and you're doing a million things all at once, it definitely takes a while before you can kind of figure out how to balance everything together. But I feel like I'm kind of getting to that place where it's, it's all, it's all all right. You know, some days, some days are easier than others. Some days I have absolutely no time to, I don't know, clean my room or whatever. And it's a mess. Or other times I feel like I'm, you know, scrambling to finish a paper on time or whatever. But um, in general, I feel like it's, it's just, it just takes a lot of practice. It does take a lot of practice. And now I'm curious, what are you studying in school? I'm actually studying uh, clinical mental health counseling. So I'm studying to be a counselor. Oh, wow. That's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Wonderful. A, Good you know, for you. Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> See, that's actually really great because that's a great major to be in to utilize, like, your music, you know, leverage your yeah. music for therapy and healing and, and, you know, all of that. So I actually can see those two going together. That's fantastic. Good for you. Definitely. And I think also vice versa. I think, you know, working in the counseling profession, I, I work in the field right now, though not as a counselor, but I think it's also very, I mean, I, I it's a very, it's a very challenging, but also rewarding uh, job because, um, you know, obviously you work with people who are struggling, but, but also people who are trying very hard to recover, to do their best. And that can be very inspiring. And, and, um, you know, so it does also kind of sometimes inform my songwriting. I could certainly see that. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Good for you. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. You're quite welcome. So obviously, juggling school, work, doing the music thing. What are your future music plans? Well, right now I'm working on an album. It's a sort of a concept album that's taken me like, I mean, I've been writing for it since I was probably like 18. So, um it's a big deal to me. I'm, you know, that's it's something that I really want to put out there. Just recently relocated. And so I'm also kind of just trying to scope out, like, being near me, you know, get to know people. I really enjoy, like, meeting other musicians and sort of uh, 
collaborating, whether it is on a song or just or writing or just jamming, you know, these are all things that I feel like are really great. So that's kind of where I'm at right now, you know, uh, writing, recording, and uh, just trying to get a little bit more out there. Sounds wonderful. And besides working on that album, do you have any other writing projects that you're working on? I'm always writing. Like, it's kind of like, even if it's not specifically for the album, like, I'm always writing songs. It's kind of always something that's going on. But nothing in particular yet besides the album. I think I'm just kind of trying to put all my focus into it. Sounds like a plan. I like that. <laughs> Good to have a concept. I, the concept album thing I think is really cool. I have never done like a concept album and I've had right. a lot of people suggest that to me, but I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, you know, I don't even know what I would do. So it intrigues me when people tell me that they're working on a concept album. So I'm going to be closely watching to see <laughs> when that comes out because now I am, I'm intrigued because, you know, I'm always learning myself, right? Even though, even though I've been around for a while, it doesn't hurt to learn new stuff. So I'm going to be keeping an eye out. All right. All right. Thank you. (laughs) Great. You're welcome. Great place for us to share your second song. Tell me about Turn Me On. What's that about? So Turn Me On was actually the first single I ever put out. And I wrote it when I was 17. I wrote it about sort of like my first my first love, my first real relationship. And I released it in Slovakia. It got a pretty, like a pretty good reception over there. I think people liked it. It means a lot to me because it was my starting point. You know, it was kind of, it was the first piece of music that I put out there that was really like, really felt like I had a strong sense of control over it. And I really liked that. And I, I really felt sort of empowered by it and motivated to keep going. Excellent. Well, we are going to play this for everybody. This is Turn Me On by Carmel Paradise. You pick me up and you're oh so sad Till I'm kissing on your neck and you forget about that Lean in quickly, shut up and kiss me and make it a surprise Take me, take me for a ride and white knuckles on the wheel Baby, tell me how it feels, catch your breath, hit the gas or pull over if you can't Tell me, party with you, sipping vodka and juice, red bikinis and a few cigarettes by i 
Another awesome song, and I would not have guessed that you were only <laughs> 17 when you released that because it does sound very mature. And I actually was going to comment you. and say, oh, yeah, this is another, like, a Re- Olivia Rodrigo vibe, but that wouldn't even make sense because she wasn't even around when, you know, you probably released this. But I think it's another great song, so congratulations. Thank you. It's actually, you know, even the other song, which obviously I'm putting out soon, I wrote it a couple years ago, so I, I didn't know of Olivia Rodrigo back then either. But I think sometimes certain songwriting styles just tend to be kind of similar, so... Yeah, you know, it's really, really hard because there are only so many notes and so many types of styles and things like that that you can pick from a music perspective. But I actually love the fact that you just said that even the new song that you have coming out was written several years ago because it just goes to show you, again, why I actually think it's going to take off because it sounds... (laughs) You know, it reminds me of her, and that right now happens to be very, very popular. So, you know, yeah. it doesn't matter that it was written several years ago because it, it's relatable now, which is what's important. Sometimes songs are like that where it doesn't really matter, like, when it was written because the emotions kind of stay relevant, you know. It doesn't feel like it's a, it has to be, you know, from a specific time period. It just kind of, you know, is speaks to a, a more long, like, timeless sense of emotion. Yep, exactly. 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 All right. Well, before we sign off, anything else you would like to share with our listeners? Where can they find you on social media? Is there anything we should watch out for in the next six months? You know, give us kind of like a, hey, find me here, and what can we expect from you in the next six months? Sure. You can find me on Instagram at Carmel Paradise, and I will be song as well as some other stuff coming up, so definitely keep an eye out for um, new music. I'm also obviously available on Spotify if you want to check out any of the songs I've put out so far. Excellent. Well, I would like to thank my wonderful guest, Carmel Paradise, for taking the time to chat with me today. It has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into Mixing It. On behalf of all of us at Sim Radio, this is Nikki Chris. Keep on mixing it. <laughs>